Welcome to Hoover City. This is my city, a suburb. It's generally safe. Not too many people do things that are stupid. Welcome to Port Washington. My city is also a suburb, but sometimes there's weird stuff that happens on the highway. Like a couple weeks ago, someone hijacked somebody and we had to stay inside because there was cops everywhere. But that's the only time that happened in the 30 years I've lived in this county. Port Washington Punk 2020. Hoover Punk 2020. Sometimes alien spacecraft fly above my house. One time, Robert De Niro went to the golf course by my house. Did he really? Yeah, he had to ask someone for directions along the way, and he drove away, and they were like, that was Robert De Niro. Also, Bill Murray golfs there all the time. Bill Murray uh, makes his way up to Wisconsin? Yeah, there's a golf course by my house that's a really famous one called The Bog. Like, a lot of really famous people golf there, and it's like right next to my parents' house. Bill Murray, uh, Tiger Woods, who else? Robert De Niro. It's just a lot of people. Not in the winter. You never see them in the winter, and you never see them at any of the local establishments, but yeah. they go there. Okay. Bill Murray, actually, Bill Murray goes to, like, bars in West Bend. Where do they, do they, are there fancy restaurants that they can eat at? Yeah, I mean, once you go up to, like, Wauwatosa. Wauwatosa's got the fancy restaurants. Maybe some in Mequon. Mequon thinks it's fancy because it has a brick Taco Bell, but we all know what's going on there. I never heard of Mequon. Yeah, nobody has. Yeah. Uh, well, I've heard of some of this th- these things on your list of things you watched this week. What we done had watched this past week. I bet you haven't heard of the first thing I watched, which is a Hulu show called Staged. I have not heard it. Tell me about it. So this is great, actually. I really, really like this one. Uh, David Tennant, who some might know as the 10th Doctor, Doctor Who. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Yeah. Oh, yes! Allons-y! And Michael Sheen... After they sort of were friends and they made good omens, but at, during quarantine they decided to make a, a like a Zoom show, which is about them trying to put on an internet play, and it's like a stage like a production of something, but it's just them like having Zoom calls, and they're playing themselves, but it, it's a lot like extras, the Ricky Gervais show, where they're making fun of themselves really hardcore by playing themselves, you know, so like. Uh, there's this one where Samuel L. Jackson was supposed to be in the play, but he dropped out because of a movie got canceled because of COVID, and then they replaced him with Michael Sheen, and then uh, he wanted to be back in, and David Tennant was like lying to him about why he couldn't get back in, and then he was lying to Michael Sheen, and then <laughs> uh, it's that kind of show, you know? It's like extras with Ricky Gervais. It's really, really good. We have one episode left. Of the season, I'm hoping they make more because it's it's that good good British humor. Nice. So I'm watching Veep also, uh, which is on HBO. I've watched three episodes so far. There's like seven seasons, and already the MVP of that show is Tony Hale, who is one of my favorite funny people because of Arrested Development. But yeah, he's the MVP of Veep so far. And then <laughs> you and I both just watched this. So uh, it turns out that. Lifetime put a recipe for seduction online, and we're going to put the link for you here in the show notes. 
This, guys, uh, I'll go ahead and say this looks like it was filmed by a marketing firm. I'm almost positive that's what it was. Uh, it says it was directed by Gene. That's it, Gene. That's Jay. the most intriguing part of this whole entire endeavor. Yeah, my, my question was, is Gene too embarrassed to put their real name on it as the director? Because it was written and directed by Gene? Or is Gene an amalgamation of a marketing people? So you're saying like Gene is like the Alan Smithy, the fake director name that directors use when their movies are bad, but of marketing? Yes. You know, David Lynch, Alan Smithy, the TV cut of Dune, he wouldn't let them put his name on it. Really? Yeah. He was not happy with the studio on that one. Huh. So we watched this on YouTube. You can go watch this on YouTube right now. You can watch it either on Lifetime's YouTube channel or Kentucky Fried Chicken's YouTube channel. Why Kentucky Fried Chicken has a YouTube channel? Beyond me. I mean, clearly for this. Well, obviously. So the combined views uh, between the two channels is a little over 100,000. It's like 103,000. It's uh, I'd say it's it's worth the 15 minutes to watch this thing. It's it's exactly the right amount of time. Like any more, and the joke would would be too much. Absolutely. And, uh, it 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 kind of nails the the lifetime. Like it does an hour and a half long lifetime movie in fifteen minutes. So it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, I bet the original cut was probably like thirty or forty five minutes, and they're like, "This is way too long. This joke's going yeah. on way too long. We got to cut this down." Yeah, th- it's the right amount of time. Yeah. Because they, because they, uh, this is a spoiler. I mean, are there spoilers for this? Do we have no. Put, this is ridiculous. So, like, she has, she literally has one, like, maybe five, not even five minute conversation with Harlan. And she's like, I, I don't love this guy. I love Harlan. I'm falling for Harlan. I was like, you've literally spent, like, less than five minutes with the guy. Here's the thing, though, Ben. I literally spent less than five minutes with her previous boyfriend and i would have also left him for harlan having known him for 30 seconds uh that's true that's true but you know the biggest mystery you know harlan is a a man of mystery but the biggest mystery in this is that like the bank is going to repossess their house and they are they just hired harlan as a Uh as a personal chef like are they that bad money managers i mean they looked like they were bad at it and they seemed like they were bad at it. They seemed like they were bad at everything, to be quite honest. They were bad at murder. They were bad at stealing KFC. Pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, go check this out on YouTube if you want to spend 15 minutes of your time. It's it's the, it, it exists. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I started the, the, uh, the Crown Season 4 with Aaron. And that's the current one that we talked about. Yeah, that's the current one. And it's it's hard to watch because you know what happens. So, like, all the other ones, I didn't know what happens. But this one, I know what happens. Yeah. So this is the one with Princess Diana. Yeah. And so it's, like, it's kind of tough to watch because you're just, like, you kind of groan. Because these, these shots of her and, and just, you're just like, ah. It makes you think of, like, a parallel universe where she didn't die. Is it one of those things where even though you know what happens, like even if you've seen the same movie five times, you just hope that maybe this one time it's different? Yeah, you definitely want it to be different. Like you, the actress that portrays her is great. She looks just like her. And you, it's it's interesting. That show's so interesting because you see these dynamics of, that you only have imagined in your mind and you get to see them play out. It's It's so fascinating. Yeah, we'll probably watch that. Um, also, Margaret Thatcher, played by one 
Jillian. Jillian Anderson. Um, she is. God, I don't know, how do I put? Uh, captivating. Uh, every time she's on screen, her she is so good. I cannot describe how good. Like her head, just her head movements. Just her head movements are like a master class in acting. It's she's so good in this she rules at everything god i mean i'm when she goes off screen i'm like bring margaret thatcher back when you go and bring that margaret that thatcher back (laughs) i saw on twitter bill corbett from mystery science theater tweeted that he doesn't want to watch the crown because he doesn't want to be attracted to margaret thatcher (laughs) (laughs) is it gillian or jillian i think it's jillian anderson sometimes it's gillian because like gillian jacobs is gillian I don't know. I mean, it, it's pronounced GIF, not GIF, so... Yeah, because it stands for graphics interface. Yeah. Not giraffics. Hey, enough about what we watched this week. Let's bring back the question time. The question times. The questions times. Guys, the question times this week is a timely one. Uh, it's based off of last week's episode of the podcast. I remember that episode. I was there. Uh, indeed you were, sir. So the question this week is, if you could write your own Star Wars story like Taika, is he's, you know, he's getting the chance to do that, what would it be? What Star Wars story would you write, Nick? All right, well, I was trying to decide if I would want to do completely new characters or if I would want to use an existing character and expand them. Uh, I definitely know this. The what I would want to do is make a Crimson Dawn movie about the crime syndicate, Crimson Dawn, and that it would heavily feature Maul and Kira, and they would be in it. But I don't think they would be the main characters. They would just be ancillary characters. But then I was like, who's it going to be? Is it going to be like a new character who's sort of making his way up the chain of the crime syndicate? Because that would probably be fun. And then they might, at the end maybe they have to make a choice. You know, that kind of a movie. Um, or, some, or maybe even just a movie about Dryden Voss, because I love Paul Bettany. That'd be dope. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. He's sinister, man. He's so that dude's cool. sinister. And he's got those vibroblades, and he's really Yeah. Dope vibroblades. I would watch that, dude. I I mean, that's like CD Underbelly stuff. It's crime, the space crime. Give me a space crime. That's what I want. Mine's going to be a space crime movie about Crimson Dawn. Yeah. That's cool. So I I sort of want an adventure romp. Um, maybe even close to like a Goonies, <laughs> Space Goonies, Space Goonies. Yeah, I want Space Goonies. So it's a uh, the the idea is you got a group of force sensitive people and aliens, and and maybe like one force pilot. He's a force pilot, so no lightsabers or anything. They're not like they're not using the force to levitate stuff. It's just force sensitive force pilot, and they have to find some Jedi that they heard about, right? This is post order 66. Mm -hmm. So they got to find this Jedi and in order to defeat some empire thing, some like, like it's, this is small scale. This is not big scale. This is small scale stuff. Um, but they, they got to go to all these different planets, right? So it's a romp through the different planets and in the mix are the huts. Okay. It's like, that's like the main antagonist. Well, one of the main antagonists is the huts, right? Uh And then, and then this empire thing as well. So we got to deal with huts. We're dealing with some crime stuff, some some seedy underbelly of space. And we also got it, a little bit of empire stuff in there. And and really, you know, they they at the end they you know they find the Jedi, whatever. But that that's the MacGuffin. But it's all about the friends they made along the way. I'd watch it. You could use one of the like lesser featured Jedi that survived Order sixty six, like Quinlan Vos or Cal Kestis. 
Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So, uh, Goonies in space. Yeah, you should do Quinlan Vos because then you could also put uh, Asajj Ventress in there. Which, if you had seen all of the Clone Wars, you'd be very excited about. Well, well, tell us, folks, how what kind of Star Wars story would you write if you had creative freedom and you just got to make a story in that universe? What would you do? What would you write? What would it be? Tell us your Star Wars. Tell tell us your Star Wars. We we'll get we'll tell you how to get in touch with us later in the show. But if you want to get in touch with me directly on Instagram, I will tell you I'm Captain Amazing A H Amazing Captain Amazing on Instagram. Hit, Hit me him up. up. Look at his shoes. Look at the dang shoes. I have a pair of Baby Yoda shoes on there. Little Grogu shoes. Grogu shoes. Check them out. Check them out. Books. Check them out. That brings us to the new 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 trailers folks we have let's see how many we have here we have a an adele teen we have an adele dies dies a gazelle minus two dozen we got 10 we got 10 trailers god we are so dumb this is really this is the dumb dudes podcast good grief Spit it out, gentlemen. Spit it out. Okay. Uh, first trailer we got here is called Outside the Wire, starring one Anthony Mackie. He's the Falcon. He is in this movie. He's some he's some sci-fi man. Yeah, he's, he's a million dollar. He's a billion dollar man. He's a like a a liquid metal thermometer man. Yeah, he's see through skin man. And he, you know what? His you know his his endoskeleton looks like. You know who it looks like? Who's that? In Westworld, what's her name? Dolores. Looks like. Oh Dolores. yeah. In Westworld, someone's—I don't know any of the characters' names in Westworld. Uh, the the blonde, the the attractive blonde. That's the main, like one of the main characters, Dolores. What's her name? Rachel something. Rachel Evan Wood, the one that looks like Missy. Yes, Rachel Evan Wood. So, you, if you remember, Rachel Evan Wood's uh, robot body is like a frame. It's like a frame, like this black frame, and then you know the skin's over it. That's exactly what he looks like. But there's like no innards. Like he doesn't have any electronic components. It's just like frame i don't know but he's like super he's like a bionic man what's weird about this is uh you don't get they don't give a whole lot away in this uh but he no. uh he, it's like normal times it's like today or like the, the the near future and then you've got these walking around robots and then anthony mackie who's like full-on android like alita battle angel yeah it's like this technology doesn't exist what is the, what's going on here maybe it has existed for a long time and you just didn't know about it Maybe the lizard people. That's who's doing this. It's the lizard people. <laughs> what was that character? It sounded like Quick Mickey's son. <laughs> That's what it was. Quick Mickey's son. Uh, medium speed Mickey. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'll probably watch this because it's a Netflix movie and it's a sci-fi movie and I sort of like to encourage them to make sci-fi movies by yeah. watching them. Yeah. L- low but, barrier yeah. to entry here, right? Exactly, yeah. It's Netflix. Yeah. I already have it. Yeah, I'll I'll watch this. This is probably going to be along the the same lines as some of those other robot movies on Netflix. I can't even remember the names of them. They're so forgetful. Mother. Yeah, Mother, and then the one where they're in the woods, and I literally can't think of the name. Uh, robot Voice. What are those movies that I'm thinking of on Netflix? You're thinking of the movies Kill Command and Spectral. Okay, thank you, Robot Voice. Next trailer we have here is a history of swear words. With your host, Nicholas Cage. And he's here, and he's going to tell you all about the history of swear words. It's going to be a really fun romp. Uh, his delivery in this trailer is something, buddy. Uh, he's having fun with it, Ben. <laughs> he's really going all the way out. 
It really is. He draws a he draws a word. Um, he draws a word in this. I don't know. I was at the end of this. I was like, uh, what? What is this? It also it also means a kitty cat. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna probably not gonna hit this one up. What is this? I think it's a it's like a history of swear words. You know, like a documentary. Take, yeah, like a documentary okay. about where the origin of swear words. I think I might watch this because. I know the etymology of a lot of these words, but I don't know them with Nicolas Cage screaming them at me. You know, when you put it like that, if it if it really is sort of like a a, a serious historical take with Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage, it might not be too bad of a of a deal. Yeah, it seems like he's going to be like breaking down the etymology and the history of these while also just acting ridiculous. So that's coming out on Netflix, and then we have also coming out on Netflix, Disenchantment Part Three. Yeah, this is the Matt Groening fantasy series that is on Netflix. Yeah, I didn't... Have you seen this show? Yeah, I watched the first two seasons. I love Matt Groening. I love The Simpsons. I think the first ten uh, seasons of The Simpsons are the best comedy, like, that exists. Like, the first ten seasons. Uh, And I also love Futurama about just a little bit less. Like, I, I sometimes think Futurama is better as a whole... But uh, it doesn't have the the impact on my life that those first ten seasons of The Simpsons have, which pretty much resides permanently in forty percent of my brain. And this is, so just some enchantment. I like it. It's good. I like to hear my favorite voice actors like Maurice LaMarche. Uh, it's just, it's not as good as those other ones. So it's it feels like because it's Matt Groening, it should be better than it is. But I still enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm probably not going to jump on this, but uh, I know that if they're making a, a third season, then it's probably people are liking it, watching it. Yeah, I feel like you at least, you, even if people weren't, you owe Matt Groening a certain amount of seasons if you're going to take up his time, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it, they might have started with a three-season order. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's fine. It's not it's not Simpsons or Futurama. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't try to get someone to watch it like I would with those other ones, you know? So, yeah. it's all right. It's fine. Okay. Uh, next up, we got Love, Sarah. Yeah, I have to think that this is inspired by the success of the great British baking show, because <laughs> this is a bunch of British people opening up a bakery. And the baked goods, they look a bit like what they do on Great British Baking Show, you know. Yeah, they don't have Noel Fielding creeping around, though, yeah. which... To me, that's all the whole draw. To me, this looked a bit wholesome, but a bit, a bit bland and boring. <clears throat> um, I, you know, they need to work on their sponge. That's exactly right. Uh, it's a rose macaroon. It's a macaroon, it is. Um, you know, you start with a ruddy old, you know, abandoned place, and then you fix it up, and then make it really nice. Every time we do accents, I think of Russell Brand from Forgetting Sarah Marshall going... That stupid English voice. Was that supposed to be me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Apologies to anyone listening in Great Britain, which you're probably not. But uh, I don't know. Have we made it overseas yet? I don't think we have any overseas listeners. Well, we have downloads from there, but I suspect they're VPNs. Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly (laughs) what they are. I don't want nobody to know that I'm downloading this podcast. These are a bunch of dumb dudes. This is a bunch of dumb dudes. I don't want them clogging up my feet. No, it's awful. My name is Rafe, 
Rafe finds, and I'll listen to the trailer blazers in case they talk about my movie to dig. <laughs> I like bad podcasts, and these guys are awful. They're simply <laughs> awful. They're just a waste. Yeah, so I, I guess if you're into uh, British baked goods and uh, familial relationships, have we got the movie for you, folks. Love, Sarah. Yeah, drink some tea, grab a blanket, watch this, eat a macaron. It'll be pleasant. Hey, speaking of tea, I really wish that was a tradition that stuck with Americans. I don't like tea, so I'm alright having discarded it. (sighs) We're done here, Nick. Uh, Let's just go ahead and end things early. Nick doesn't like tea. Yeah, because I'm an American. I'm not. We throw tea in harbors, Ben. No, you don't. Back to England. No, we put sugar. Go back to England. No. No, I will not go. I won't go back to England. <laughs> you want you want the king of England to just come in here and start shoving you around? Is that what you want? No, I want to put sugar in it and I want to make it sweet tea like the South do. Have you have you ever had yeah. sweet tea? I I like sweet tea. I'm I'm talking about like hot British tea. I don't like with cream in it. So. Yeah, sweet sweet Southern tea. I like. I actually, I actually do like. I even like herbal teas. I like hot tea. I think it would be just a nice way to slow down in the afternoon, especially in the winter time. Look, all right, don't at me. I'm sure there's teas that I would like. It's just overall, I don't like them, and I there's some of them that make me sick. Why are you such a pansy? You want to go jogging with me, buddy? It's 24 <laughs> degrees. Oh, okay, touche, 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 touche. I would absolutely be the pansy in that situation. A hundred percent pansy. It was. I will say today in Alabama it was like 50 degrees, like between 50 and 55 degrees. And I was like, man, it is really nice. I like this temperature. That's the perfect temperature. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah can't do below that though um all right so let's talk about this next trailer tribes of europa yeah so this is the most could go any direction yes. trailer on this list yeah here. it really is there's a lot of, i think there, i feel like there's a lot of potential here right there's a lot of potential there's a lot of also potential for it to be the worst thing ever made by netflix yeah it could be really bad so the, the here's the way i would describe this and tell me how you would describe this it's like a mashup of mad max and hunger games and then my the vibes that I was getting off of it was like, like Dune and the reboot of Lost in Space kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think if you kind of take all of these elements and things and kind of mash them together, you maybe get this show. I think that's that's accurate. It just it looks like a lot of sci-fi elements mixed together, which is cool. That's good. Yeah, and I, it looks like it's skewing a little bit younger as far as the actors go. Like, they're, they're younger actors, like real young. That was one of the things that made me think it might be, like, CWE. Because, you know, that's yeah. another route it could go. Yeah, it is. It's a, the, the quality looks a little bit higher than C-Dub, but it could go that route. And also there's, like, a weird cube in it that is some sort of sci-fi magic cube. That reminded me of uh, Titan A.E., the box with the button on it. Yeah. The, the dog with the butter on it. <laughs> the do- <laughs> dog with the butter on it. <laughs> the box with the button on it. <laughs> I put a button on it. I wish to press it, but I don't know what it will do. So there, in this trailer, th- this character goes, we don't know what the cube is, but it's a threat to all mankind. And I was like, that, that doesn't make any sense. We don't know what it is, but, we, but, it's a, but you know it's a threat to mankind? Maybe he built it in his sleep like the little alien doctor guy in Titan A.E. 
It doesn't know what it, what it does because he built it in his sleep and it has a button. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe they push the button and it like vaporized one of their friends. Oh, and they're yeah. like, this thing could, this thing's dangerous. We don't know what it is, but it vaporized our friend. <laughs> well, I hope it's that one. Yeah, so um, go check this out. Let us know what you think, maybe, because I think it could be cool. Could yeah, be. Yeah, it's hard for us to get a read on it. So if you yeah. check out the Tribes of Europa uh, co- like trailer, if you check it out, comment on the episode Instagram post and let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Louis von Beethoven. Yeah, this is weird that this came out because I watched Amadeus last week about uh, Mozart. So having this come out today or this week about beethoven i thought was kind of kind of strange yeah this i mean it looks very high quality good costumes and it's in german so it's like you know it feels pretty authentic there is one part part where the this uh, character keeps saying the german word for practice üben, 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 üben. yeah were you were you repeating it to yourself too when he was saying oh it? yes yeah. yes absolutely i was this this looks good i don't know that i'm like super interested in beethoven enough he's not my favorite composer yeah i did enjoy amadeus but amadeus was almost like a it it was like a really strangely made movie it was kind of like almost like sofia coppola's marie antoinette where it was a little like not realistic but it made it fun but this one looked like it was more realistic yeah yeah for sure for sure uh, it may just be a straight up sort of like biopic. Yeah, but I probably will miss this one. But if you like Beethoven, yeah. if you're into if you're into composing, are uh-huh. you into composing? I'm not. Oh, we got the movie for you. Uh, all right. So next up, we have Walker. Oh boy. Yeah. So this is a reboot of Walker Texas Ranger, uh, starring uh, Jared Padalecki, who you might know as Dean. From I don't. Girls. I, I, I don't. I in fact don't. I don't know Dean. So I left that pause in there because he's on Supernatural and he's one of the brothers, but he's Sam and the other one's Dean. So I said uh, Dean, and then I left a pause so people who watch Supernatural to start Instagramming me that I was wrong. And then I said from Gilmore Girls because he was Dean on Gilmore Girls. I tricked you, you nerds. Gotcha. Got him. Got him. Got him. Uh, so this, so here, here's the way I see this. I mean, th- I, I pictured myself as a, as a CW executive, okay? And, and in my mind, CW, uh, executive sound like this. Uh, I, all right, team, we got to do a reboot here. We got to do something, okay? We got to do a reboot, but we got to do it on the cheap. And we're going to skimp on uh, pretty much everything, okay? Are you guys up to the task? I'm a producer in the back. Hey, uh, I I just bought uh, the rights for Walker Texas Ranger on eBay for forty bucks. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, let's do that. Put it on wax. Put it on the tape. Okay. Uh, he actually gave me ten dollars back because he said I overpaid. <laughs> yeah. The, who asked for this? Who wants this? Nobody. The Texas Walker Texas Ranger A is terrible. Like, I know people like Chuck Norris jokes, but Chuck Norris is awful. Like, Chuck Norris movies are bad. His TV shows are bad. He's a terrible actor. The jokes are funny, but, like, let's not really commit to actually thinking Chuck Norris is any good because he sucks. And uh, Walker, Texas Ranger (laughs) blows. And I don't care what anyone says. And this, this honestly can't be worse than Walker, Texas Ranger with Chuck Norris. So 
even the even the better cameras that will film this make this better than the original Walker Texas Ranger. So I guess in in terms of existing it, it's not hard to be better than the original source material in this case because Walker Texas Ranger is so bad. But but this is still going to be stupid. It looks terrible. Like I just go like isn't isn't CW for like kids and cops are not popular with kids or really anybody right now like i mean that's not a blanket statement on cops i'm just saying like there's not been a whole lot of good press lately for cops yeah and also uh jared padalecki is like 45 years old i think and everyone else in this show it looked like they were 18 yeah and the act i mean it looks like it was filmed what does it look like it was filmed on nick what do you think I think the camera looks decent enough. I think it's probably that same uh, digital, like, HD digital that CW uses for, like, Riverdale and stuff. So it'll probably look all right, but it can't be good is the thing. Uh, it, I don't, it looks terrible to me. I don't know who this is for. I think this is the last one season, and that's it. It's Nothing on the CW lasts one season unless Lucy Hale's in it, my man. This is going to go for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh man walker okay now that's that exists uh next up we have palmer starring justin timberlake yeah another six letter word that ends in er so i guess we're gonna have that's the theme this week yeah so is jt does he does he want to be an actor is that what is that what this is about him just wanting to act he's a renaissance man he can do it all that's what he wants he wants to be everything I mean, I consider myself a renaissance man, or at least trying to pursue the, you know, the pursuit to be one. But uh, I just don't know that he needs to continue acting. I don't think he's offensively bad, but I don't think he's, like, real good either. I think he's very, like, middle of the road. This is a very serious-looking movie. It's almost triple uh, ATB. But... Almost, but because it's on Apple... Uh, TV, I think they only allow wholesome things, so I imagine it will, it will become more wholesome as it goes. Yeah, yeah, that's that may that may be the case, but it's it looks like, but it, it, at the very least, it looks like a very serious thing, and he's like, this is his venture into trying to be like taken seriously as an actor. I think that's what it is. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I just don't know that I'm I'm willing to go down that road. I kept thinking he as he gets older. Uh, he's starting to look like Justin Vernon from Bon Iver, which is a Wisconsin band that I like a lot. And I don't know if people outside of Wisconsin know that band. Oh, but... it, they're very popular. They played in Birmingham. Oh, well, cool. They rule. But he's starting to look like Justin Vernon from Bon Iver. Yeah, there's like one of the uh, software engineers at my work looks like him as well. So it's he looks like a bunch of people with that look. Yeah, that it's definitely a look, and he's he's leaning into it definitely. Yeah. So that's uh, coming out on Apple TV. So you can only watch it if you have Apple TV. Good luck. I used to to listen to Bon Iver when you had to listen to it on the college radio station. Uh, so you you go way back, like Lazy Boys. Yep, that's one of my my state things, my home state things. Home state things. This next trailer, I'm actually going to skip it, and we're going to save it for the end because it's too good to put at the number nine spot. It's yeah, this, is, this one has to be last. It has to be last. So let's skip over it, and we're going to go to this trailer uh, for something called Skyfire. 
which can best be described as a Chinese movie that, uh, for whatever reason, has Jason Isaacs in it. Yeah, Jason Isaacs is playing John Hammond from Jurassic Park in this movie. <laughs> He's making yes. all the John Hammond faces. He's doing the park that explodes like John Hammond. Only this time, instead of dinosaurs, it's volcanoes. Yes. So, in this trailer, there are, I think, two scenes where English is spoken. And I think there are probably very limited scenes in this movie where English is spoken. The rest is in Mandarin, I'm assuming. Assuming, uh, yeah. Yeah, and these these special effects uh, are calling from what year? Are these special effects calling from? We got we got 1993, maybe 1992. Whenever the Dante's Peak and Volcano came out, because this movie is those with Jurassic Park. It's if John Hammond made if John Hammond made Dante's Peak Park, Dante's Park, Dante's Park, uh, <laughs> Dante's Park. <laughs> and there's the episode title. there's the episode name there it is so yeah the, this looks i all i can think is that during quarantine jason isaacs needed to make a paycheck he needed to get a all, paycheck all i could think was maybe we take this the main actress and we import her and we start putting her in some of our movies because she sure is pretty though the actor the, is there a main actress in this there's an actress that it showed like five times who was very pretty Boy, I wasn't paying attention. I was like too taken aback by why is Jason Isaacs in this movie, and I was like <laughs> trying to figure that out in my mind, <laughs> and I didn't pay attention to anything. Maybe he didn't think it would be a, anyone would see it over here. Maybe so. Boy, it looks bad. It's like when Harrison Ford is in Japanese commercials. Yeah, you know, <laughs> gosh, yes. It, it made me think about that movie Greenland that's coming out. I still, I kind of do want to see Greenland. Me too. It's got Marina Baccarin in it. Uh, from Firefly, so I love her forever. Yeah. Um, and Jerry Butler, and I just saw an ad for this. We talked about this trailer a while ago, and the first trailer looked really kind of understated and subtle, and and now it's starting to look more like an action movie, and I'm I'm curious as to which one it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Marketing's also it's a tricky thing. Maybe they're maybe they're trying to appeal to different audiences. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Jerry Butler, he's in some really terrible movies, but he can be great if given the opportunity. Yeah. There's movies like Rock and Rolla, where he's just so good. Yeah, he can be good. Uh, he, he, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, I, w- I want to mention the soundtrack, or the uh, the, sc- <laughs> the music on this trailer. Let's not call it a soundtrack. The, the music on this trailer, it's like if somebody just grabbed a royalty-free track called like epic score or triumphant hero or something like that and just slapped it on it like it's not it doesn't change it's just like the steady one track through the whole thing and so it's like you, you see a person get like blasted and it's play and it's playing like try like win like win, victory music I'm it's like, like if we if we did it with our royalty-free music we use at the start of episodes. Yes. It was kind of off-putting. With, like, there's one, like, so, like basically, this, like, lava or, or steam or something busts out of the ground. And it literally, like, hits a dude in his midsection and just, like, flings him. And it's, it's like, this, I'll play ba, a clip ba, of the ba, music. Ba, yeah. Ba. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. I was like, who got this trailer? They do, they do not know what they're doing. Uh, okay, I gotta be. I gotta be honest. It was me. They gave me thirty five dollars to do it, and I couldn't pass it up. I added it at the trailer. And Nick said, oh, thirty five dollars. I'm not gonna sneeze at that. Mm-hmm. 
this will take me 15 this will take me 15 minutes yeah i just i just took an old trailer blazers episode intro and i overlaid it on the footage they already shot and i put in some lines from dante's peak we got a winner folks we got a we got a surefire hit here we got we got a skyfire hit here (laughs) we got a skyfire this is gonna be a skyfire. Okay, let's get to the, the the trailer that we are really wanting to talk about. We saved the best for last, guys. I didn't know this was coming out till today. I didn't know this existed till today. I'm still dubious to, as to whether or not it does exist. It could. It may. It, the trailer may have been a joke. It, honestly, there is a movie coming out <laughs> called Desert Strike, guys. <laughs> I want to tell you who this stars. This stars. The one and only Mike Tyson. Yes, that Mike Tyson, the boxer, okay, uh, with ta- with face tattoos. And the Mountain from Game of Thrones with lots of speaking parts. I mean, lots of speaking parts. More than any reasonable man would allow him. That's exactly right. Um, has he had a stroke... That was what I was wondering. Yeah, uh, I'm not trying to be funny, but I got to No, it was a legit question because only half of his mouth moved, so I wonder if perhaps he did. Yeah, so, I mean, he's a big dude, and I don't... I don't think he's an actor. I, you know, I think keeping him silent in Game of Thrones was was definitely the right move. Guys, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe this trailer. It's... They have nothing to do with this. They're just innocent people. (laughs) In war! No one is innocent. There are victors and losers, killers and casualties, and I am your savior. It is it is unbelievable. Like you have to go see this. If you're not a person, like let's say you listen to this podcast, okay, and you don't ever go on the show notes and you don't ever like watch these trailers. You just like to hear us talk about them, whatever. I'm telling you, go on the show notes, click on the Desert Strike trailer. Please, you will just not reg- this one time, please. It's almost Christmas for us. Go and watch the Desert Strike trailer. It's the funniest. It's the it's the worst. It's the worst <laughs> thing I've. Ev- it's the worst trailer I've ever seen in my entire life. It's it's the sh- it's shot on uh, a flip phone. <laughs> it stars Mike Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, the the guy who bit off. Evander Holyfield's ear. <laughs> Him. He's got a Him. face tattoo. He does not he he appears to not be to not know he's acting in this movie. He just is Don't be afraid! The bombs are far away! You'll be safe here! I don't know what this is. I can't it's beyond it's beyond the English language to explain this trailer. It, it's beyond reason, it's beyond logic. Uh it it defies it it is almost like there was because because the director of this is Arabic. Okay, the director of this is the movie Sharknado. The movie Sharknado directed this movie. <laughs> There's a sentient Sharknado is now a sentient being in the computer and made this movie. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks. Like. It looks. This is worse than Sharknado. Here's my working theory. Okay, so the director is Arabic. I, I'm going to guess that he's Saudi Arabian. He has oil money and mm-hmm. he and he doesn't know what to do with it, or he's some arabic crime boss who needs to launder money and made this movie to launder the money to pay himself and and then it got made and it's it's something else man 
you're really it's really beyond description. Usually, in in a situation as as that, Dennis Rodman would also be involved somehow. But I didn't see him. But that, let's not discount him from showing up at some point. Who's the guy? Who's the guy that made the terrible movies? The German guy that's like famous? Uwe Boll. Uwe Boll. It's like he was involved somehow. He's like executive producer. That's it. Yeah, that's the level of quality we're at here. Is yeah. Uwe Boll? Yeah, Uwe that's Boll. what this is. Please, everyone, please watch this. Please, please watch, watch it. it. And then comment on the Instagram because it's, God, so good. So yeah, good. This, you'll, you'll know it because the picture, the Instagram post for this episode will be a picture of Mike Tyson's face. Uh, it, you know, the tagline of this movie should be like, it should be like Desert Strike. The booger you can get behind, buddy. Cause <laughs> <laughs> this is such a booger. That should be Desert Strike. No, really, we actually filmed this whole thing. This is a this is a, a school bus size booger here, folks. Go check it out. All right, Oof. that does it for the new new trailers, and that brings us true. Brings us true. That being, gosh, it rings that true being, that it brings us to the trailer mailers. Jeez <laughs> oh, Louise, I've I've been sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that brings us to the trailer mailers. You've got mail. Yeah. So uh, because we did our special episode last week. We don't actually have new question times answers, but we did get a new iTunes review from uh, Stu, who is a frequent contributor to the question times. I had to ask because it said Smoon Hooch was the was the username on Apple, and I had to ask on on the Instagram. I was like, which one of y'all was this? And it was Stu, and he said. These dumb dudes are great. In our irony-laden modern era of culture, it's nice to listen to two people who like each other and generally like media. They have recommended several shows and movies that have become my favorite things. Listening to them riffing about the booger trailers of the week, which we just did, yes. is always good for a laugh. Please let me know when the Spider-Man motion comic is coming. <laughs> okay, so guys, because he left this trailer... Jeez. Okay, so... So because he mentioned Spider the Spider-Man comic book maker, I tonight went onto the internet and tried to do this, okay? So I downloaded it from a like something like a, some abandonware website and it will not run on my computer. I tried, folks, I gave it my best shot and it will not run on my computer. Well, you're going to have to figure out a new special treat for Brad and Stu cuz they both left reviews after after that so you'll have to figure out a replacement for them yeah i'll have to do it. maybe i can like download a video that somebody made on on youtube and then just dub it over like bozo <laughs> See, dubbed over go. yeah riff tracks it yeah I'll riff tracks it maybe i'll do that yeah and then we'll put it on the on the instagram on the trailer okay feed. okay that's what we'll do all right so thanks Stu. thanks for that yeah thank you how can how can the folks get in touch with us this week to talk to us well, if they want, they can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com or they can follow us on Instagram at trailerblazerspodcast, which is what I would recommend. Uh, don't follow a trailblazers basketball team podcast, which I sometimes get tagged in posts about basketball. Um, I'm, it's not basketball. The Portland Trailblazers are not associated with this podcast in any way. We are trailerblazers, which is a pun about the trailblazers that uh, sometimes ensnares basketball fans. If you want to ensnare us on Twitter, you can follow us at trailer underscore blazers, but all, all that really happens there is 
updates when a new episode gets posted, though I have been on my personal Twitter a little more lately, but not a lot, so I still think Twitter's evil. And uh, if you're feeling generous like Stu and Brad, you can go on to Apple Podcasts and you can leave us a five-star rating and review. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know the sitch. I'm going to tell you what it's going to do. If you go on that Apple Podcast and you leave us a five-star rating and you just leave some good words from the heart, now I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to start our own basketball team. And then we can have a podcast about that basketball team. And then we're going to call it... What, Nick, what's the name of your town again? Tell me the name. Port Washington. So we're going to be Port Birmingham or we're going to be Birmingham, Washington, Birmingham, Birmingham. We're going to be the Birmingham Trailer Blazers. And people might get out... You say, well, that's a little confusing. Lots of things in life are confusing. Welcome to life, okay? But we're going to start the team. We're going to make... We're going to be top self level. We're going to be like at least at least middle school level. We're going to play... We're going to start out playing middle schoolers, okay? It's going to be like P.E. ball where just everybody's fouling each other all the time and nobody's calling it. So it's going to be that level. We're going to start there, but we're going to get all the way to the top like that one rapper fella talks about. Hens, when you start from the bottom and then you get to the top and then you say we're here so that's what we're gonna do but you gotta leave that five star running and that's a tip thank you quick mickey illuminating as always and concise as usual for the trailer blazers podcast my name is nick kelly and i love sarah happy trailsers and i'm ben moon and i make a pretty decent sponge happy trailsers folks to the vid yo games yo games one quarter portion of the show and uh this is a uh, a special this is a video game special we're going to talk about a game we've been waiting for a long time to play which has also been in the news a lot lately and that is cyberpunk 2077 oh i thought you were going to say that it was uh that mobile game you've been addicted to i still play gems of war Gems of War, that's it. My joke would have been good if I remembered the name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you lose. So, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has been uh, has been released. Uh, Nick, have you played it at all? Yes, I have. I've played about 45 minutes of it so far. Okay. I've played about six, a little over six hours, so I've gotten to the title card screen, uh, and that's all that I've played. Okay. I don't know. Everyone's experience with this game is different depending on how you're playing it. Yeah, we're not going to say spoilers, by the way, so don't worry about that. But, uh, yeah, you can choose three different starting paths. There's Corpo, Nomad, and Street Kid, and I chose Street Kid. Who did you choose? Nomad. Yeah, so we we got two of the three bases covered here, and we both had different starts to the game. So, you know, it starts different. It leads you down different paths. Um, Yeah, so first, let's just get some of the crud out of the way here. So when they launched the game it was 
clearly not ready really for launch yet. There's a lot of bugs and biz like that, you know. Uh, the the regular PlayStation and Xbox versions barely run, I guess. But uh, although I gotta say, I'm playing it on a, a PlayStation Four Plus or Pro, I mean, and I haven't had any bugs or really any issues yet. The only thing is the graphics look like Fallout Four, which I expected because I'm not an idiot. Quite frankly, if you expected it to look like a high-end PC on a PlayStation Four, that's on you. That's on you for thinking that. Yeah. But it is, and I guess it's really buggy. I haven't had any bugs, but a lot of my friends have had bugs, so I'm not discounting that it's buggy. Yeah, they, the base uh, or the the launch models of the Xbox and PlayStation. I, you, if you go look at videos, it's like looking at soup. Somebody described it as looking at soup. <laughs> so that is very true. It's and you know texture pop ins really bad. It's just it's not. And then and and part of the news is they're giving refunds if you bought it on these like well play sony's giving refunds for this uh, and they pulled it from their store the online store you can't download it so not great yeah i i won't be seeking a refund mine is working fine and then even even if it isn't they'll patch it and then eventually it will and then i'll have a ps5 i might have a ps5 right now just just bought one on GameStop. We think we think it worked, so we think we have one now. But we don't. We won't believe it until it shows up at the house. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I'm playing this on Stadia. It runs great on Stadia. Um, I think most most outlets are saying play it on PC or Stadia. That's the best way to play it. So I. So it runs fine. It looks good. Runs fine. Uh, I, I have come into contact with bugs. Um, it was right, you know, probably an hour away from getting to that title card is when I started hitting those bugs. And it, But it wasn't game-breaking stuff. It was like, hey, I can't choose the dialogue option, so I just have to choose that first option. But it was, inco- so, but it was inco- uh, inconsequential uh, dialogue option stuff. Uh, and then there was, like, just some control bugs that were messing up, um, but really nothing too bad that I can think of. It's, you know, it'll be buggy. It'll work eventually. Like, anyone who wanted to wait to play this until they get it ironed out some more is probably not wrong to do so. No, that, that that's fine. Totally fine. It should have... That. People should have... They should have let it be in development longer, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it, it was not I, ready to be launched. No. And you and I were always of the mind that they should take as long as they need and not crunch their devs to death which i think they did which is yep. crummy it's absolutely crummy i they're take there's the developers are not happy on this the management is taking a lot of heat i imagine some people are probably going to lose their jobs uh, because you're talking about a company's reputation here mm-hmm. um honestly i did not need for this to come out now i'm i could i could be playing assassin's creed valhalla and be totally fine honestly if this came out next november or next december that would have been totally fine yeah, they pushed Dune an entire year away. That hurts me more than anything. Yeah. I can live without Cyberpunk, like especially if it took take away from the crunch. That's the worst. That the mandatory really... overtime and stuff. We are not entitled to this game, guys. We're just not. No. Nope. And there's and and these people that get on Twitter and like threaten these people, I wish those people would be banned for video games for a lot, the rest of their lives. They should have to live in 
There's a place in uh, The Legend of Korra in the spirit world where it's just a fog where you have to wander around reflecting on on how terrible you are, and they should have to go live in the fog. At least for how many, however old they are, that's how many years you gotta wander in the fog. Hey, that's where uh, uh, Jason Isaacs ended up in in uh, Korra. Bring it back around. But now in real life, he's in the fog by being in Chinese movies like Skyfire, which is a, the equivalent of a fog. Yeah, it's the fog from Legend of Korra where you forget your where you are and stuff. Jason but Isaac's yeah. career fog. The Jason Isaac career fog where the cyberpunk trolls go. But yeah, as far as the actual, like, with all that controversy stuff out of the way, because it's just not that interesting to me because people brought this on themselves. Yeah. The game is cool. Yeah, the art direction in this is really cool. I mean, the city is very busy, and it's it's almost like it's almost like culture shock in that like you're you, if you imagine bringing somebody from like a hundred years ago into now, like they would be so overwhelmed by like just everything going on that it would take them some time. Like they'd probably be moving around slowly. And I have found myself in this game being like, t- I'm taking it slow because it's just like this whole new world that I'm not used to. That's the best possible way you could phrase that that's exactly what i'm doing too it's it's overwhelming there's so much everything does something and and a lot of stuff does multiple things (laughs) so it's really hard to know what's going on yeah Uh, it'll take a while to get used to and like be good at this game yes i the learning curve there is pretty high just as far as control and what you know the ins and outs of it you know it's uh it, it is going to take a while and i and i will say they actually put a patch on this game that i really imp- that i really appreciate there was a lot of uh how should we say random adult toys in the world like way too many like like why are there so many adult toys in this world just everywhere and they put a patch that removed a lot of them and it was like okay now this is a little more real like uh I don't know if it was a joke or something. It was almost like somebody had, had put a mod on the game that just made them everywhere. And uh, <laughs> at least in the version I'm playing. And um, and so they were like, they, it's like they turned the mod off. And so now it's like, okay, we're good. Just a few here and there. Yeah, just a few here and there, yeah. Yeah, a little less clockwork orangey in there. Um, but yeah, but it's, I mean, it's fun. I mean, it's... It reminds me a lot of Fallout 4 in in many ways like it feels it plays like fallout 4 uh because i'm playing it on the playstation it looks like fallout 4 the controls like everything is like fallout 4 and if if you like fallout 4 and you rag on this game i gotta i gotta wonder because it's the same thing it's the same experience to me so far yeah I think that's pretty good. It's it is it is very much like that. I I when I first started playing it, I kept going, is this game not as good as uh, Deus Ex, like Human Revolution? I haven't never played any of those. So I actually really like those Deus Ex games, and they're very futuristic. It's a body augmentation stuff. Like that's a big component of the game. There's a lot of similar designs, uh, and there's a lot of sneak. Like it's a big stealth heavy game. Uh, it's really good, and I just wonder like. This game feels very similar to that to me. Yeah, I can see that, especially with the theme. Uh, that might be one of the only other cyberpunk things that is like sort of mainstream out there. Yeah, because it definitely is cyberpunk. Yeah, it is. But uh, yeah, I like it so far. I don't, I don't love it yet, but I've never, I've never loved a game 
before a few hours of playing it you know so it takes me a while so yeah i think is and that seems to be the the general consensus because i have friends that have they're like i started playing cyberpunk and then they're like i just you know i'm like halfway through it they're like i'm really liking it and then they get they'll beat it and they'll be like man i love this game well i have a week off uh after christmas so i'm hoping i can dive into it pretty good during that time yeah it'll be good so yeah we'll continue playing that uh, since i have it on stadia i'm going to texas for christmas but i'll still because i have stadia i can just play it on my uh, surface pro right on so it'll be good uh all right so we got a couple uh we got a couple of trailers here by the way sephiroth is coming to Sa- uh, smash brothers one funny thing about that my my friend lynn on facebook posted one thing i didn't expect was the end 2020 seeing mario skewered on the end of sephiroth's knife <laughs> <laughs> yep so that uh, that's a thing that's happening that's coming uh, you can go watch. You can just Google it or watch it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to delve further into that. No, we're not. It's, it is what it is. Um, the, so we have several trailers that came from the Game Awards and some reveals. And they're worth talking about. So one of them was the, uh, a kind of, sort of a teaser, a cinematic teaser trailer for Dragon Age 4. Yeah, so Dragon Age 4 featuring the return of the villain slash uh, anti- I don't know. Solus, the elf guy, the bald elf. People either love him or hate him, is what I'm told. Um, <laughs> I don't remember a lot of what happened in Dragon Age Inquisition, to be honest. Uh, Never played it. Yeah, I, a lot of my friends are super into Dragon Age. Like, Kevin, he loves it. He's, yeah. he's got that good, good uh, Alistair cosplay. Yeah from there and uh i enjoyed dragon age inquisition and i enjoyed dragon age 2 i did not enjoy dragon age origins but uh this one i'll play for sure i'll play it i mean it's new rpg coming out yeah i I think i might give it a chance too um i didn't like origins but i've never played the other ones so it's it's very possible i could have liked the other ones yeah because i i didn't like origins and i liked two the setting in two was kind of repetitive but the characters were all real good and then in the third one i i I wish they wouldn't use the frostbite engine because bioware isn't good at it like there's too much wide open space and everything takes a million years uh which was one of the problems i had with mass effect andromeda was i would drive 400 miles across an empty desert to like run over one dude and then go back and tell a guy who i did it and then the guy was glitched out and wasn't there (laughs) <laughs> that sounds pretty accurate yep <laughs> yeah so i i i sound like i'm like not excited about this but i am like i i want to play dragon age 4 i enjoyed dragon age inquisition uh i i 100 it which i only do if i'm having fun in a game so okay well speaking of mass effect we got it a reveal guys for mass effect 4 and my initial reaction is just please be good please please be good Me too. the trailer's good trailer's great i did not know this was being made or coming out me neither uh i will say i'm we're both more mass effect guys than dragon age guys by like a million percent oh a million percent is accurate <laughs> uh mass effect one is my favorite game of all time of all the video games i've ever played mass effect one is my favorite of all time mass effect two is is maybe my favorite i played mass effect two uh, like 16 times i think 
like all the way through and a bunch of other and I don't usually replay video games I replay two murder games and I replayed Mass Effect 2 um but yeah so Mass Effect I really love Mass Effect uh I know people people hate Mass Effect 3 I think Mass Effect 3 is extremely good I didn't like the end but you know that doesn't negate the entire game to me so Mass Effect 3 had some of the best character development and storylines of, of any of them uh, I did hate Mass Effect Andromeda, and I didn't go into it with the mindset that I was gonna hate it, like, cause I was like, I, w- I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt, I was excited about it, I bought it on the first day it came out, I was like, no, it's gonna be, like, they learned from, from other stuff, and then it came out, and the graphics were pretty bad, like, the animation was bad. I didn't like any of the characters. Uh, it was so gl- speak. Talk about a glitchy game. This game had so many like, game-breaking bugs for me on the Xbox. I got about sixty percent of the way through the game, and I I was like, why am I spending time on this when I just actively hate it? Like I wasn't having fun at all. I hated driving the tank. Now that being said. I am equally as excited about Mass Effect 4 as I have been for any other Mass Effect title. It resets with me every time. Yeah, I mean, I listen, I spent 92 hours on Andromeda. I beat it. I spent 92 hours playing that game. And I don't regret that time, but ask me, um, ask me what any of the characters' names are. What's the sorry character's name that's on your team? No idea. Purple Jacket Girl. And I can't ask you about any of the other ones because I literally don't remember any of them. I don't even remember the main character's name. I don't either. They were, tw- were the tw- there's twins, right? Or they were like yeah, a- yeah. I can't remember their names. I don't either. It just was bad. And and I always see people say, I don't get why people. No, you're just an apologist. Like that's brand loyalty. In your heart, you know Mass Effect Andromeda was bad. And if you can't admit it, that's that's not our fault. And then, and then, but on this trailer for Mass Effect Four, when it when she kind of turns a little bit and you see Liara's face, I was like, "Yes, Liara." It's, I sat straight up in my chair. Yeah, it's my biggest game crush of all time. Yeah, she's great. I love Mass Effect. I love my Mass Effect One. I really love Mass Effect Two. That that's my favorite one. I think it's most uh, people's favorite. I just feel like it was the it was the best. It was the best, like, it wasn't so open world that it was annoying. It sort of funneled you in a way that I like, uh, with little, like, uh, directed open world areas, maybe. But it, it felt like a linear progression to me, where it still had RPG elements, but not overwhelming RPG elements. Which, I don't know, it's just the perfect mix of game to me was, was Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 2 is great just because the formula is so good, like, Get, like gather a team and go do this thing like it's very simple that's the story uh and it works um and it's fun yeah i know some people will probably be mad that that i rank on andromeda so much but i just i don't believe it's any good and i believe the other ones are good and i believe this one has the ability to be as good as any of those other ones yeah and so i'm really excited about mass effect 4 yeah no, nothing gives me feels like mass effect that like that first game, I had never, I had never uh, engaged in a science fiction property that was so well thought out 
I don't know, man. Like the music and everything, it just gave me feels. It was it was an adventure for me. I just I escaped into it. I loved it. I love it. We love Mass Effect. Can't wait. Love Mass Effect. Love Mass Effect soundtrack. Love yes. Everything about it. Want Mass Effect Four to be good. We'll go into it with an open heart. There's we, room in my heart for good Mass Effect. I am. Yep. I sound jaded because I didn't like Andromeda, but that's just one game. So get over it. Get over it. Uh, All right, so let's actually talk about... This is sort of a blast from the past, but they are making a new Perfect Dark. I'll tell you a thing I love, and that's Perfect Dark for N64. Perfect Dark for N64 was probably my favorite game on N64. It was probably the best game on N64. It's so good. I know everybody gushes on GoldenEye, but it took GoldenEye and made it better. Yeah, I think Perfect Dark is better than GoldenEye. It's more fun. Uh, Joanna Dark is awesome. Yeah, I want to see a real new Joanna Dark who's maybe more developed than N64 could allow. It's, I want it. I want I want this in my life. Yeah, I mean, listen, everybody talks about proximity mines, but the laptop gun is the MVP. Oh, for sure. And this is a very teasery trailer. Yeah, it looks like it takes place, place on Earth. Mm-hmm. There's, like, the camera zooming around. There's, like, buses and stuff. And then it just sort of ends on Joanna. Is Rare making this, or is another studio making this? That I did not notice. Okay. But um, Rare is back in action because we saw them. Uh, we saw them recently, didn't we? We were talking about this yeah. a couple of months ago. I feel like we were too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, all these original people that made GoldenEye and Perfect Dark so good—they're gone, right? Yeah. But they get. But here's the thing, man. Rare made Banjo Kazooie: Nuts and Bolts, one of my favorite games of all time, and that was on Xbox 360. They have. They can make good games. Oh, definitely. So this will be interesting. This will be, a, I'm guessing, PC and Xbox exclusive. Yeah. This would be a reason to get that new Xbox. If this is good, I mean, I, I would consider it. Well, no, I have a PC. What am I talking about? I'll play it on PC. I, I have a PC too, but I don't really use it for games. Well, your PC is mad at you then. It's very loud. It's a loud PC. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming out. Oh, uh, they're making a new Evil Dead video game. And to me, that looks like it might be like Left 4 Dead. Yeah, it looked fun. It, the characters that were on the screen were was Bruce Campbell, so Ash. And then it was the girl from Ash vs. Evil Dead, whose name escapes me at the second, but the TV series. And then the knight from Army of Darkness and uh, Evil Eddie. So That's four of them. So, I, I mean, this... If the formula is left for dead, this could be good, actually. I'm excited about it. I hope it's good. If it's if it's multiplayer only, I I I wonder if my cousins would play this with me or something. I gotta find a way to play this game. Could be good. I, I think they're actually the people that made Left for Dead are actually making a new game with that formula. I think I heard that as well. We might have covered that on here. I think they may have shown or announced something on the Game Awards. I'll have to. Uh, maybe I'll, sh- I'll maybe I'll throw something in the show notes if I find it. Hmm. Uh, last thing we got here is that uh, we had a we have a walkthrough video. This is uh, this actually just came out today, uh, Friday, the day we're recording. Uh, but it's a walkthrough Super Nintendo World with Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah, this is this is kind of boring actually. Yeah, uh, it's like kind of weird to see no one in a theme park as a guy just walks through it. Yeah, this. Do you remember when we first got a, our first look at Batu, the the Galaxy's Edge at, at you know, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? You were just like, oh my gosh, 
you get to go in the Millennium Falcon and like you get to go have drinks at the Star Wars bar and like it's there's it looks so cool and then here you, you you're like what do you do here <laughs> yeah this looked like a an exhibit that you would see at the pop culture museum that's next to the Space Needle in Seattle yeah that's a good analogy it, it looks like just something you kind of look at and uh-huh. and that it's like that part of six flags where it's like where it's like a bugs bunny or whatever and you just kind of you just kind of walk through that area and you look around like kids are kids are kind of playing on some stuff but there's like nothing to do there so you just kind of walk through it yeah that's what the vibe that i got i mean i would still enjoy walking through it but it doesn't look as uh it doesn't look as fun as it should yeah, it, it this looks like about 30 to 45 minutes worth of content, walkthrough content, and then you're kind of like, okay, I'm done. Let's go to the rest of the park. Oh, speaking of Nintendo, I almost got to play the Mario Kart with the cameras on it last week, but we had to charge them, and then we forgot to go back to it, and we started playing other games. So I didn't actually get to try it, but my cousins have that, so I'll probably get to try it either this weekend or uh, next weekend, I would imagine. What are what are what are their reviews on it? Uh, they so far they said it was real good. They had a course set up, and they had three different cars there. Between three different cousins of mine, um, in the north when you live in the middle of nowhere, instead of friends you have cousins and you hang out with them, and then they're your friends. In case other people don't hang out with their cousins as much as I do. I have often uh, wondered this. I was like, Nick really does hang out with his cousins a lot, but maybe they're just cool people. They are. I like them. I don't like. I don't like most human beings, and it, it just by random circumstance, uh, I, I they're like the same as me. So I won the lottery there, but uh, yeah. So they have these uh, these Mario Kart the games, and and it's the one where you have the camera on the remote control cart, and you drive it around. And I just really want to do it, and we forgot to do it. Like, we we hooked it up to charge, and we just didn't go back to it. So I'll try it again. Very cool. We'll have to get that review later on. Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll uh, take a video and of me trying to drive it, and I'll put it That'd on the fun. Instagram or something. All right. Well, I don't have anything else. You got anything else? I got nothing. I really need you to go watch Mando. That's what I'm doing next. Okay, I'm guys. I'm Ben yep. Moon. I'm gonna go watch Mando. Happy trailsers. I'm Nick, and I like Perfect Dark. Happy trousers. In war, no one is innocent. There are victors and losers, killers and casualties. And I am... Armageddon.